Hi, this is Maria Reimer, the Strategic Planning Assistant for the Family Estate and Legacy Program. I'm here today with Craig Hirsch, a Florida Bar Board Certified Wills, Trust, and Estates Attorney and CPA who has authored the Florida Residency and Estate Planning Guide. Welcome, Craig. Thanks, Maria. What makes this book different from any other estate planning book? That's a really good question. Uh, There's a lot of estate planning books and manuals out there that I would call how-to manuals, how to create a will, how to write your own trust, and that's not what this is. What this book really is designed to do is to introduce the reader to the Florida estate planning process, to the differences of Florida law, and also to give them, arm them, let's say, with information that they can use to ask their professionals, to ask their attorney, to ask their CPA, and to ask their financial advisor. What does this book offer to those individuals who may be considering updating to a Florida estate plan? Many clients, and there's a lot of seasonal residents here in Florida, they might spend half the year in New Jersey or half the year in New York or Massachusetts or Minnesota or Ohio, and the other half the year here in Florida. And they go to cocktail parties and they hear their friends say, you know, Florida residency, you save a lot in taxes or you have other benefits to Florida law. And they wonder, well, maybe I should declare Florida residency. And if I do, how does that affect my estate plan? So this book goes into that, whether to declare Florida residency, where it might be right for somebody and where it might not be right for somebody. How does a good estate plan benefit someone, not just when they pass away, but during their lifetime? Well, yeah, a lot of people think of their estate plan as simply something that happens at their death, and that's really what a will is all about. But a good estate plan has many more aspects to that. For example, you could have a revocable living trust, and that revocable living trust could help you in the event of your disability. Let's suppose, for example, that you know I have dementia or Alzheimer's or something, God forbid, and at that point, my successor trustee can step in and handle things for me, manage my investments, write my checks, pay my bills, take care of all those matters. And this book delves into, you know, how you go about doing that and whether you should select your spouse, for example, as a trustee, what powers you might want to give to him or her or one of your adult children. And so that's all during your lifetime. That's not at the end of your life. Now, in the book, I also give the reader an appendix. In Appendix A, there is a complete review of all 50 states of their residency requirements, of their income taxes, of their estate taxes, and of their gift taxes. So you can see if you become a Florida resident, how that might affect you during your lifetime, and therefore your estate plan is affecting you not only at death here, but benefiting you during your life. You mentioned the Appendix A. It sounds very helpful to someone who splits their time between Florida and some other state. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that's good. You know, it's really not all about becoming a Florida resident. Florida's pretty easy. In fact, I have Appendix B. In Appendix B, I talk about how you become a Florida resident. But in one of the chapters, I talk about escaping the clutches of your former state's taxing authority. And it's really all about that because, you know, even if Florida declares me a Florida resident, you know, I have a Florida voter's registration, I have a Florida driver's license, I register my cars here in Florida. You know, the issue then becomes, uh, can I still escape the clutches of Minnesota or can I escape the clutches of Pennsylvania or New York? And this book goes into that, you know, the importance of that and when I might want to escape those clutches or, you know, there might be times when I really can't do it. So that's what this book goes into uh, in more detail. I know many people are confused between wills and trusts or how a durable power of attorney and health care surrogate fits into a Florida state plan. Does the book answer those questions? Oh, yes, yeah, certainly. We have a chapter on what is the difference between a will and a trust. You know, 
a lot of attorneys start talking to their clients as if they know what a difference is between a will and trust. And some people are just afraid to say, hey, wait, slow down. I'm not sure exactly what that difference is. So this book gives you a little more information to arm yourself, to ask some knowledgeable questions. What's the difference between a will and a trust? And how do these other documents fit into my estate plan? How does a power of attorney fit into my estate plan? How does a healthcare surrogate fit into my estate plan? How does living will? And what are the differences between Florida, let's say, and some of the other states? And if I have Florida documents and I live in some other state half the year, are those Florida documents still good? This book addresses all of those questions. You make a point in the book about not letting your estate plan sit in a drawer for years without looking at it. Elaborate a little bit on that. That's a good point. You know, there's oftentimes a client will come in and they bring in their existing documents and they were drafted many years ago. They were signed many years ago. And they'll say something like, I appoint my sister Mary as the guardian to my children. And the children are now in their 40s. So we don't want our estate plans to sit in a drawer that long. You know, there are too many changes. The book goes into that. The book goes into all of the many changes to the trust laws, to the estate laws, to the tax laws that have occurred over the last several years. And then you have on top of that, when you become a Florida resident, there's some differences between all of the states. And each state has their own different laws. Florida, particularly with our homestead laws, the dissent and devise laws. The book addresses those questions and gives the reader some information so they can make informed decisions about that. You include several chapters about elements that you find lacking in many estate plans you see. Describe a few of those to us. Well, there's three chapters. You know, there's one chapter on protection, and there's another chapter on funding, and then the third chapter on maintenance. And those are the three elements that I see lacking in many clients' estate plans, even those that put together a pretty good estate plan from, you know, a few years ago. Let's address each one. You know, protection. When I have an estate plan, I, I, I can't really protect the assets from my own creditors because when I have a trust and I can control the trust, those creditors can also get to those assets. But again, I'm protecting myself from disability, like I mentioned a little bit before. You know, if I become disabled, someone can act for me, write my checks, pay my bills. But I can certainly protect the assets I leave to my spouse, and I can protect the assets that I leave to my children. And if I don't do that in my estate plan, they cannot easily do that in theirs. So it's a good idea to consider protection because that ability might die with the client. Now, funding. Gosh, I I see so often clients will come in and they have a trust and they think that they're all well and set and they'll avoid probate, but none of their assets have ever been funded into the trust and never been transferred into the trust. And what does that mean? Well, it actually means titling in it. John Doe is trustee for the John Doe Trust. If they haven't done that, they won't avoid the probate process. And many, many clients have not done that. Maybe their firms don't do that, but you'll see in the book how the Family Estate and Legacy Program does that for you. That's described a little later in the book. So funding is another important element that we go into. And then finally, maintenance. Again, that speaks back to your question just a moment ago about leaving your trust or you're leaving your will in a drawer for 10 years, uh, we go into how you can maintain your estate plan cost effectively over the years. And this book addresses those issues as well. Craig, you talk about the Family Estate and Legacy Program. Tell us a little bit about that unique process that assists those uh, who are reading this book. It's a seven-step process that helps people plan their estate. It begins with a client organizer, and it goes on to a goals and uh, responsibility conversation to see if you have the right people selected to act for you as trustee or to act for you as a power of attorney and what your goals are and whether your trust or will achieves those goals. It goes on to design the plan, and then we build the documents. 
We coordinate with any of the other advisors that the client has. They might have a trusted attorney from up north they want involved in the process. They probably have a CPA. They may have a financial advisor. We want everybody involved that the client wants involved so that they're getting advice from everyone all at the same time rather than getting conflicting advice, which is always confusing. Finally, we go into the funding to make sure that everything is actually properly placed in the right basket. And finally, maintenance that I described a little bit ago. So the book describes that seven-step process so that the client who wants to begin that process knows what to expect. How does one get started? Well, um, if you call our phone number, 239-425-9383, and ask for your initial client package, you'll be sent a package that both electronically and an email where we send you a video to watch which is one of our workshops. You can attend a workshop live if we happen to have one coming up. But if not, you can ask for the video. We ask that you fill out the client organizer that I mentioned just a moment ago. That's very important as well. And then finally, get us copies of your existing documents. When you ask to begin this process, we ask for those things. And we also send you a brochure. And the brochure actually has a client mindset exercise. Certain types of clients usually find more success than others with this process. And this exercise helps you determine if the seven-step family estate and legacy program is right for you. Thank you for stopping by, Craig. This book, as we mentioned, will help clients more thoroughly understand the Florida estate planning process. To get started, please call 239-425-9383, or you can look us up on the web at www.sb shlaw.com or www.estateprograms.com. Thanks for stopping by, Craig. Thank you.